If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thank you for listening to Knockin' Doors Down, brought to you by KDD Media Company. You know, I see so many people fail, and it's not their fault. It's not yeah. their fault. You know, you have to be... You have to give up. You have yeah. to be like, all right, enough is enough because it's no way of life. Yeah. It's not, you know, I'm, I am just as happy today without drugs and alcohol than I was with drugs and alcohol. When, when you get that, that high point mm-hmm. for the couple hours out right. of 24, mm-hmm. I'm much happier even because that's a fake high. Yep. It's all fake. It's all fake. And it wants you dead. This episode of Knocking Doors Down is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add the Knockin' Doors Down podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Are you like me and you like sparkling water, but you'd also like it with a little bit of a spark? Well, that's what Focus is. It's delicious, health-conscious, thoughtfully caffeinated sparkling water. It's infused with a boost of natural tea caffeine and the balance of L-theanine. You get the clean energy you want without the sugar, calories, or the dreaded crash. Focus is simply made with a boost, balance, and bubbles. With 75 milligrams of caffeine, zero calories, zero sugars, zero sweeteners, non-GMO. So hey, ditch the sodas, ditch the energy drinks that are overloaded with sugar and ingredients that you have no idea what they are or even how to pronounce them. And Focus Sparkling Water, it's naturally caffeinated, derived from teas, gives you the same boost as an 8-ounce cup of coffee in a refreshing, thirst-quenching form. Now what's L-theanine? Well, it's the secret hero of green tea, balances and mellows the brain-boosting benefits of caffeine so you stay alert and focused without stress or the jitters. We all need to hydrate, right? But that doesn't have to be boring. Enjoy Focus Water. They've got a wide range of flavors. Blood orange, mixed berry, cherry cola, crisp apple, root beer, grapefruit, yuzu and lime, cucumber, and peach. Just to name some of the flavors. And listeners and knocking doors down, you can get 20% off Focus Water. It's simple. Go to drinkfocus.com. That's drinkphocus.com. Or click the link in the podcast description. Use the code DOORS, D-O-O-R-Z, all capitals D-O-O-R-Z, and you get 20% off your order of Focus Sparkling Water. And we thank Focus for sponsoring this episode of Knocking Doors Down. This episode of Knocking Doors Down is brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code KDD at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com and use the code KDD. 
This is Knocking Doors Down, a podcast all about ending the stigma surrounding addiction and mental health issues. I'm your host, Jason Lachance. I have struggled with addiction stemming from some trauma. And of course, my co-host over there, Mikey Naraki. What is going on, people? Well, you know, he's no different. Uh, What are you going to do? And uh, we thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully you've subscribed to the podcast. And please uh, share with a friend, someone that you think uh, could benefit for it, would find it interesting and engaging. That's how we continue to grow. So we appreciate it very much. And uh, Austin Reed, our guest this week, Mikey. Yeah, Austin Reed. Good people. Had a good time. Yes. Uh, Austin is a uh, TV and radio broadcaster. He, interestingly enough, had us on his television show and mm-hmm. we made his acquaintance. And this is actually his first situation where he's open up about his addiction issues, as well as uh, cystic fibrosis. He was diagnosed at the age of three, led to some depression issues, as well as ADHD and some various things. That's an insightful and, well, funny conversation as well, just because Austin has a great sense of humor. Yeah, he's definitely overcome a lot, that's for sure. Absolutely. And uh, we couldn't do any of this without 5150 LTM. We are living the madness, wearing the gear, getting swagged out everywhere we go. You'll see us uh, wearing 5150 LTM gear on our social media posts on the YouTube channel. And you, listeners of Knocking Doors Down, you can get uh, 20% off. How do they do that, Mikey? I was just going to say how, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) By entering the code KDD20. That is right. KDD20 at checkout when you go to 5150LTM.com. KDD20. Use that code and get 20% off at checkout. Welcome to Knocking Doors Down, Austin Reed. How are you, good sir? Hey there. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for coming in. I know. Uh, we're, we're, we're becoming fast friends here. This is twice in, in uh, the matter of a week. And I realized I just said, thanks for hanging out. Like, <laughs> I, like you guys are on my show. We have to be here, Austin. Uh, <laughs> thanks uh, for having me. Yeah. Yes. The Thank you stuff. for hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, uh, host of uh, Central Valley Talk. You also got the Reed Report and lots of great stuff that uh, coming up we'll get into a little bit uh, later on because uh, I really want to hear how you got into broadcasting a fellow sure. broadcasting background but uh, we're here to kind of shed some light on uh, your addiction issues as well as some mental health and and physical health issues that kind of segued into you and your addiction but uh, you were saying uh, before we got recording uh, family background of addiction oh yeah definitely on my father's side 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent yeah, it's always like, the father's side it's my father's right? side too right it's just always how it goes what right? the heck <laughs> i know my mom's side you know my uncle's like a pastor yeah and, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> get your know. shit together dad <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> so um and but on my father's side with the with the addictions come mental illness you know my Mm -hmm. grandma suffered from schizophrenia uh i have many family members that have bipolar uh so you know and 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 i'm dual diagnosed as well i feel like that's kind of the the big story now it's like everybody is dual diagnosed it's Mm -hmm. not just one or the other you know i think they go hand in hand Mm -hmm. agreed yeah i don't uh Sure, if I spend a little more time in the psychologist's office, we might figure out what I, what the heck else is going mm-hmm, on there. But mm-hmm. you know, you were talking a little uh, attention deficit disorder, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. I kind of have started to notice some of those patterns, and mm-hmm. I don't want to self-diagnose, but I can relate to it. Uh, what what point did you kind of start to recognize it? Was it as a child or as a child for sure? Yeah, yeah. especially going through school, it was very very tough for me. So. 
doing a paper or doing a project. Mm -hmm. I mean, even just sitting in class for longer than 15 minutes, I was I was thinking about something else. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing is I got into broadcasting and I, I, I became obsessed with broadcasting when I was like six, seven, eight years old. Sure. And so if it had to do with broadcasting, I was, you know, 100% in. But anything else, it was very hard for me to just sit down. But even as an adult now, it's hard for me to do just one thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard for me to get through an hour without doing 10 different things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't so. really. And sometimes our life doesn't give us any choice. It's like, ah, oh, shit, I got to do this right. right now, too. I was in the zone. <laughs> exactly, man. exactly. But you know what you said that makes sense is going back to the dual diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Because before we were talking, I had talked to you about my anxiety. And when I tell my doctors that, they go back and say, well, have you ever thought about hurting yourself? Or, I'm like, no, 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 I'm not depressed. Like, mm -hmm. it's not. They assume that it's both. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they want to yes. throw both in. Yeah. And it's yeah. not always the case. Because, I mean, you know, some people are, but some people are not. So let's just focus on this one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. One, one step at a time. One step, step at a time. time. That's right. One day at a time, one step at a time. Mm -hmm. So uh, th what then it kind of makes me wonder, uh, family life, if it was on both sides, was it something that there was active substance abuse growing up or? No, not. Uh, yeah. No. So my at least on my dad's side, there was no um substance abuse when i was growing up especially on my none not on my mom's side mm. however uh i'm thinking that and i haven't really talked to my dad much about this specifically but um when i was growing up he was a semi-truck driver yeah. so i think on the road he was probably doing some meth you know yeah, right. maybe not you know not around me um my mom definitely not she has no addiction whatsoever she does suffer from depression though my mom sure. specifically and then her dad committed suicide when my mom was like six seven years old oh my gosh so yeah wow. some trauma lineage there mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's fine my dad truck driver too so oh okay cool. you nailed it when you right. said that i'm like that's exactly <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> it was yes yes <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. meth and truck drivers yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately hopefully not all of them not all <laughs> no 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 but hopefully and especially I, I think we're roughly about the same age and it was more prolific back then right yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I don't think many of the semi-truck companies did drug tests. I was going to say, then. my uncle's a truck driver. I wonder if he dabbled in <laughs> I know. He got now yeah, I'm yeah, trying to think back on family reunions. Was he acting weird? No, yeah. no, I, think I think he's good. Uh, You're good, Unc. <laughs> so uh, were you kind of, I know for me, I always felt like an outcast. Did you feel that way too? Because I'm, um, I'm dyslexic, so when you're talking about the ADHD, mm -hmm. I, same thing, concentration issues, some stuff just doesn't compute in the brain, and I just never felt like I fit. Um, yeah, I, here's, here's what made me weird. When, you know, a thir when other 13-year-olds were you know, like 100% into sports or girls, I was doing fake newscasts in my basement mm -hmm. for hours <laughs> on end. Um, you know, uh, I, I had a lot of friends, um, but I was a weird kid. I was definitely a weird kid. I'm a weird adult as well. So, you know, it, it continues on. But, um, you know, I, I, but I did like sports and I played sports, but it, for me, it was just uh, television and radio. 
uh, I've always just loved it. And it's 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 not like it's not a love. It's a passion. It's mm-hmm. like if I if I didn't if I wasn't working in broadcasting, um, I I would not be happy in life. You know, right. it's it it keeps my happiness alive mm-hmm. for sure. So. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but I was I was definitely friends with a lot of the odd kids, a lot of the weirdos, because I consider myself a weirdo. So I so, wasn't like I wasn't like the I was student body president of my senior year of high school. Uh, but I wasn't even at school much because at that time I had already been hired full time as a reporter with the local Fox station in Portland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. I, I was like in school maybe one or two hours a day. That's aw- How old were you? I was 17. That is awesome. Yeah. But we, and we were talking, you had mentioned about 17 was the first use of uh, alcohol was it was it connected with the job or was it just kind of you no. felt like here i am look at me i'm f- working and you know i felt older yeah yeah i felt yeah. older so uh you know when when my peers were drinking around me i thought well i can i can drink as well you sure. know but yeah. it wasn't you know it wasn't to a point where I was drinking every day, like later in my life. Right. Um, it was just parties on the weekends. Um, but my my first introduction to hard drug use would have been when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother, uh, he introduced me to ecstasy. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, you know, it started that one time. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah. it continued on every weekend. Everything you know. just feels so good. It does. <laughs> I know. I know. So, um, and and then, but again, it wasn't to a, I knew, I knew I was addicted to it, though. I knew I was addicted to it, but I was able to hold it. Mm-hmm. I was able to right. hold it to weekends only sure. and kind of get through life. Um, and, and then, and then when I was maybe 21 or 22, uh, it just kind of, I just stopped doing it. I was, sure. I was able to just, nah, it's, this is annoying, you know, mm-hmm. cause I, I don't know, it's like every weekend and the, the, the come down mm-hmm. after ecstasy is terrible. That's what we understand. <laughs> you know, talk about, you know, depression. Yeah. Right. Uh, holy crap. That sucks. So I was able to just stop it. Yeah. Do you ever feel like your anxiety or depression, depression was brought on by your substance abuse in the past? Oh, one. Oh, absolutely. Same. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. 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 I, um, <laughs> when I was doing Coke a lot, I thought, uh, there was one time where I thought I had just done too much and mm. I was like, shit, this is it. You know, this is it. My heart's going to pop. I felt like I was having a heart attack and 20 minutes go by. I'm still alive. So I'm like, okay, it's not a heart attack. So maybe, and I'm pretty sure that that was my very first panic attack. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, I'll randomly get panic attacks. So I feel like mine was brought on by that as well. Right. That's yeah. why I ask. Yeah. Like, are you in yeah. the same boat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It seems like 100%. It. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a trauma moment, you know, to go through that, that feeling of, like you said, the, the using a substance mm-hmm. with the result, the reoccurring depression post usage. Um, I've never done it, you know. Uh, myself, but from everyone I know, and you're you're fucking up the chemistry of your body and brain. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, let alone the, those of us, you know, with attention issues or uh-huh. learning issue disabilities or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so we stepped away from the ecstasy. We're still mm-hmm. drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when did you find out uh, cystic fibrosis? When when was that? So I was three years old when I was diagnosed oh, wow. with cystic uh, cystic fibrosis. So I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. You know, yeah. uh, back in the day before amazing treatments like they have now one 
specific drug called Trikafta, which mm. changes your your um, chemist, your cystic fibrosis chemistry, and, and makes things like you know. For a while, every every year, I was in the hospital for a couple of weeks at a time, maybe three to four times a year, mm. up until oh. I was about um, 27, 28 years old. So I'd get pneumonia, I'd get uh, pseudomonas, or well, I have pseudomonas right now. Uh, that's that's um, taken care of. What with is pseudomonas? It's like a, it's like a, it's a lung, uh, it's a, a lung disease. It's like a oh. or a lung uh, infection that sure. stays with me for life. So, but oh. I didn't get that till I was later in life. But um, but now there's this medication called called Trikafta. It's thirty thousand dollars a month. <laughs> And thankfully, my insurance covers it. Yeah, and I take two two pills in the morning, one pill at night, and I haven't been in the hospital for my cystic fibrosis in years since I started it. Well, so, which was there. maybe well, I guess about a year and a half ago. But yeah, total miracle medication. Um, and but yeah, no, I was diagnosed when I was three years old. So I, I when I when I was born. Uh, and when, when, when I was diagnosed at three, the doctors told my parents, um, I was born in Asheville, North Carolina. So I lived there till I was about eight, but the doctors at the time told my mom and dad that I would have maybe to about 18 or 19 years to live. Oh, wow. So, um, so I kind of knew that go growing up. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, and I, I definitely credit that with, with depression mm -hmm. because sure. when you think you're going to be dead by 19 years old you're going to not be very very happy you know uh or i think my case you're going to be like well might as well try some ecstasy die in a year <laughs> yeah. so yeah. <laughs> i have to ask with the lung thing what were your thoughts when this whole covid thing struck like was that kind I was, of like I was paranoid at first. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was very very freaked out. Um but then I um I, you know I just I stayed stayed careful, yeah. you know, and yeah. wore my mask and uh I stayed at home a lot sure. you know, at the beginning. Um and then and then I was doing research and for some reason COVID has not hit CF patients hard. Mm, I don't know why. I don't know if it's cuz of our star chemistry uh, with with the, the virus and it just doesn't hold on to people with CF yeah. but I think there's only been a couple people with cystic fibrosis that died due to COVID mm, sure and those complications us related to right, right. yeah exactly well that's uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe you have the superpower I, right? I have, maybe I know the, mu the mutation <laughs> right uh so you're I mean wow crazy 17 years old working mm -hmm. in, in it was television news correct mm -hmm. yep um wh where did we go from there I mean was there was it hey I'm gonna try to get to bigger networks yeah. and keep moving up and so so um I Let's see. When I was about nine years old, I, I just want to reverse real quick. Yeah, when I was please. nine years old, um, I had a news studio in my parents' basement. Um, That's awesome. And so the ABC station came out, did a story about me, about how, you know, this nine, or this nine-year-old kid is pretending to be the next Peter Jennings while also living with cystic fibrosis. And he's mm. turned his parents' basement into a pseudo-newsroom. Pseudo and uh, and then after that, my dad uh, gave a good idea to look into public access yeah. and, you know, start my own show. So I did that. And I, so I did that for, uh, see, I did that when I was maybe 12 or 13. 
Um, and, and I did my own shows. It was called Rose City News and Teen Edition. And we did weekly or, or bi-weekly shows uh, up until I was 17. When that's when I got hired by the Fox station. So uh, let's see when I was uh, and then I was also doing radio as well. Um, oh, I was wow. at Move In 107.5. I did nights. Move In? Was it like smooth jazz? No, no. It? it was uh, it was like uh, R&B and, and 90s pop. So, okay. Great jingle. Moving 1075 <laughs> Portland. They all have that. Still remember it. They all have that cadence, right? <laughs> yes, it's the same thing everywhere. Yeah, because we were talking and you were familiar with one of the stations I used to run the yep. K97.5. And they still have that jingle. In the valley. Yes, I yeah, I know. They'll never give you get guys rid of that jingle. I, I, have, I remember when we were writing it out. You're right. Oh, you know? <laughs> well, we better say in the valley. Right. Put, put, put in the valley in there. You have to have that shit. Like people don't know. <laughs> Right. <laughs> You're yeah. in the valley. That's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. too cool. And then uh, when I was so when I was um, uh, 20, I I decided I wanted to move to New York City. I moved to New York City, did some acting for a little while, hmm. thinking that I didn't want to do broadcasting, that I wanted to move to towards movies. And I acted for like a year. Mm. I uh, was in a sitcom with Joan Rivers. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Nice. Oh, uh, that darling, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she was nice. And then, um, and, then, and then I realized, ah, crap, I miss news. Yeah. I miss TV. And, uh, and I got a job as a, as a reporter in New Mexico for the NBC station there. So, nice. Uh, New Mexico. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I loved it. Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New Mexico is awesome. It's yep. beautiful. Most of us just know New Mexico from Breaking Bad. So we have yeah. a perception mm-hmm, of it's like, mm-hmm. oh, That's this right. shit box? Yeah, right. No. But you, uh, how long? And Roswell, you know, and where, Roswell, the, where the aliens right. are, yeah. So how long were you there? Uh, let's see. I was there for a couple of years. Um, and then I moved to, so my mom had a heart attack. And, uh, you know, I grew up in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Born in North Carolina, but raised in Portland. And my mom had a heart attack, so... I wanted to get closer to her, so uh, at the time, I had an agent at that time, and he got me a, a morning anchor job in, in Medford, Oregon, oh, wow. uh, for the NBC station there. So, so I moved, so at least I was a little bit closer to my mom. Uh, and But, but uh, Medford, that's where the addiction just... Interesting. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, we have a coworker that lives up in that area, same kind of a Southern similar Oregon. situation. Okay. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. So... What, what wonder then, if he went to my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> my what, old doctor. So what, what brought it on then at that point? So, um, you know, I, I, I was getting these really bad headaches. And um, in Medford, there is no, there was no cystic fibrosis clinic. Mm. And um, so I just had to go to just a random doctor that knew nothing about cystic fibrosis. So I remember I, I, I went to him and, and I said, hey, I'm getting these really terrible headaches. And he said, uh, okay, well, um, you know, he knew nothing about cystic fibrosis and he just guessed and uh, he said, well, here, I'll just give you Vicodin, you know, try that. And at that point, I didn't even really know much about pain meds, you know, I didn't know, but it was at the height of the pain med epidemic, Mm -hmm. you know, because that would have been, you know, over 10 years ago. So uh, I, I remember I was on it for, I remember the first day I took a Vicodin. I loved it. It was similar to ecstasy for me. Mm-hmm. I know it's not like that for a lot of people, but for me, for some reason, it felt felt as good. So um, about a month goes by and, you know, 
at first I was just taking one every four hours, but then, you know, two, three weeks later, I'm taking two, I'm mm-hmm. taking three every four hours, you know? So I called him up and I, and, and at that point I was still honest and I, I said, Hey, I'm having to take like three of these every four hours now, you know, w- what's going on? He's like, Oh, okay. Well, uh, let me let me write you morphine and let me write you liquid oxycodone oh and then let's write some soma and uh let me give you this uh let me give you some diazepine you know uh i mean it was a pain med cocktail pain med cocktail um and that destroyed me well yeah that would destroy anybody yeah so uh you know i was able to slowly but surely fake it for a while you know mm-hmm. but i i i know a lot of stations yeah. you know because i've worked at a lot of stations across the country and i know a lot of stations at this point or like there's the, he's he was fucked up you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So sure. he, there's a, we can only hide it for so <laughs> right, long exactly. <laughs> then it's like okay yeah. this is evident so now are you using alcohol uh, concurrently with this or is this kind of a no at that point it was just the pain meds mm-hmm. it was just and it, i mean it was just it was terrible i mean i couldn't go a day i couldn't go an hour without it mm-hmm. right. you know and um and i was just you know i just met my wife and she was trying to figure out what to do with me and um it was it just it it absolutely it you know i i i look back now that i'm sober and i'm like fuck where would i have been you know would i have been working for you know uh cnn when i was 23 or you know it's it just it i mean i did okay but i know i could have done way better right right so um so i so I went on Suboxone, and um, which is like, it's supposed to help you get off the pain meds. Right. Mm-hmm. But they kept me on that. Usually you're only supposed to be on it for maybe a year at the most. I was on that for like seven years. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. And, um, and the Suboxone wasn't good for me either because it was basically, it, it's trading one narcotic for another. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was super tired all the time. I was unreliable. I, I was, I'd always call out. Um, I wasn't very happy, you know. But every time I tried to go off the Suboxone, I couldn't because I was so addicted to it. So it, it, it's like, you know, getting off Suboxone after seven years is like getting off heroin. Yeah, right. It's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, so I finally was able to do that. Uh, and then I laugh, but uh, I got off the Suboxone and then I got addicted to um, Adderall and oh, to, uh, you know, again, because I have yeah, the ADHD, sure, yeah, so yeah. and Vyvanse and, uh, and then and then it moved to alcohol, and that was my late 20s. So. Mm-hmm. More coming up with Austin Reed on Knocking Doors Down. He speaks on his friend who passed away from uh, alcohol abuse-related causes. Also, some of those fun random questions, and Austin leaves you with some very inspirational words. Stick around. Are you like me and you like sparkling water, but you'd also like it with a little bit of a spark? Well, that's what Focus is. It's delicious, health-conscious, thoughtfully caffeinated sparkling water. It's infused with a boost of natural tea, caffeine, and the balance of L-theanine. You get the clean energy you want without the sugar, calories, or the dreaded crash. Focus is simply made with a boost, balance, and bubbles. With 75 milligrams of caffeine, zero calories, zero sugars, zero sweeteners, non-GMO. So hey, 
ditch the sodas, ditch the energy drinks that are overloaded with sugar and ingredients that you have no idea what they are or even how to pronounce them. And Focus Sparkling Water, it's naturally caffeinated, derived from teas, gives you the same boost as an 8-ounce cup of coffee in a refreshing, thirst-quenching form. Now what's L-theanine? Well, it's the secret hero of green tea, balances and mellows the brain-boosting benefits of caffeine so you stay alert and focused without stress or the jitters. We all need to hydrate, right? But that doesn't have to be boring. Enjoy Focus Water. They've got a wide range of flavors. Blood orange, mixed berry, cherry cola, crisp apple, root beer, grapefruit, yuzu and lime, cucumber, and peach. Just to name some of the flavors. And listeners are knocking doors down, you can get 20% off Focus Water. It's simple. Go to drinkfocus.com. That's drinkphocus.com. Or click the link in the podcast description. Use the code DOORS, D-O-O-R-Z, all capitals D-O-O-R-Z, and you get 20% off your order of Focus Sparkling Water. And we thank Focus for sponsoring this episode of Knocking Doors Down. Breaking news, this important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Join over 2 million worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer to you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code KDD at manscaped.com. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. What makes this trimmer different than all the other trimmers, you may ask? A new multi-function on-off switch that can engage a travel lock created for the people who like to travel. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all over through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. And look-wise, it's sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish even features a hot foil stamped black chrome manscaped logo. Show that mower off loud and proud. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code KDD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code KDD. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. 5150 is a lifestyle. We believe in pushing yourself, finding your passion, knowing your dreams and working hard, and always striving to make those dreams your reality. We believe life is too short to sit back and say, what if? Go after it, grab it, and make it happen. Being 5150 is committing to that long, hard road. That road you know is going to be tough, but the most rewarding. That's living the madness. That's 5150. If you're living the 5150 lifestyle, then celebrate by rocking the goods. So listen up. There's a special deal for listeners of Knocking Doors Down. Go to 5150LTM.com and enter code KDD20 and receive 20% off your purchase. That's 51FIFTYLTM.com. Now, when you were coming off of, obviously, opioids, it's, uh, you know, we've 
had discussions, people very aware of the side effects of that and the withdrawals. So were you able to kind of avoid the withdrawals or did you white knuckle it through any of the withdrawals from the, the medications? Uh, yeah, I had to white knuckle it to get off Suboxone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Adderall wasn't too bad. It was right. maybe a couple of weeks. I had to just like, okay, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it, you know. Um, and then the alcohol... Uh, that got so, so, you know, that, here's the thing with me and alcohol, <laughs> um, I can always get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's everywhere. So, yeah. Suboxone's a little hard to get, uh, yeah. pain meds kind of hard to get like, and they've, they've really cut, cut down on that now. Sure. You know, the doctors are like, do you really need pain meds or, you know, so, um, but alcohol, you can get it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. Pot, you know, yeah. and I, I like pot as well. So, sure. uh, it's, but pot now, like the last time I would have smoked pot was, uh, maybe eight months ago and it just makes me super paranoid, <laughs> you know? So I'm like, so I can't, can't do that. Yeah. But, um, uh, but, I don't know where I was going with this. Just makes me feel like a fucking idiot. Just a waste. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. I just yeah, sit there like an an, an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> I, it, yeah. I just want to eat a whole lasagna and go to sleep. Well, but I just, just like, I, I, yeah, my pointless. anxiety. Oh man, mm-hmm. I can wa- imagine who's watching me. You know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> so. I can imagine. Is what I said just stupid? They <laughs> right. haven't really responded that quick. Like, like, did I say something dumb? I'm like hiding. Uh, the yeah, table. yeah. <laughs> like, Austin, no out. one is talking to right. you. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so that one was easy to kind of stop. Um, but uh, yeah, alcohol. Um, you know, it, it, alcohol was like that. You know, uh, the ex girlfriend that still wanted you. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> like it's always there. You can always go back to her. You know? I don't think I've heard it quite put so well. I couldn't relate to that. I'll have to. I'm gonna steal that. So right. if you, you hear it again in this podcast, you know, it's from Austin Reed. Yeah, thank you. For that. You heard it here first. Yeah. So was Austin it, Reed. So is this just a segue, kind of from one substance to another to another yeah. to the? Yep. Then it was like. like there it is. I mean, mm-hmm. we we had, um, I think, Rick, you know, Ric Flair, when we had talked to him, you know, the nature boy, woo! Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Oh, is he the uh, Is he on PBS? No, the oh. le- the professional wrestler, oh, Ric Flair. Oh, okay. Limousine yeah, yeah. rat and jet oh, lag. Okay, okay. <laughs> <Wheeling dude. laughs> um, you know, because he had talked about that, seeing his son Reed uh, die of, uh, you know, I mm. think it was cocaine that he overdosed on, if I remember correctly. I think so, yeah. But, um, you know, he's like, that's the thing, the difference between alcohol and drugs. You don't need a prescription for this thing. It's readily available. Yep. In some places, you don't even need a valid ID. They'll just sell you that shit. Yeah. And so here you are, one substance to another. What Was it Was it dealing with the pain of uh, cystic fibrosis? Was it anxiety? Was it the... the what, what? Um, it was... You know what? It was... Hmm... So I would say the alcohol at the very end, the alcohol was so uh, what 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 absolutely destroyed me mm-hmm. because I could get some clean time and sure, sober sure. time, you know, um, but uh, tour, you know, this time, let's see, uh, back in uh, October, November, um, my coworker. Uh, his name is Br- uh, Bronson Peshlakai. I actually hired him to co-host a morning show with me mm-hmm. on KKDJ in Fresno. Mm-hmm. And um, him and I had known each other for 13 years. We had worked together in New Mexico and when, when I was there. 
so he had seen that I, I came back to Fresno and I'm doing the morning show at KKDJ now and said, hey, do you have any openings? I said, yes, I, I need a co-host. He came out here from New Mexico. Great guy. We were, we were you know, best friends. Um, we were, we were like, you know, brothers from another mother, you know, mm -hmm. probably like you guys are, you know, yeah. just y you click. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had no idea that, um, he drank a lot. I just didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, me and him were drinking a lot. Uh, and he, one day, you know, and I had some clean time at that point. And one day he's like, Hey, you want to have a drink? I'm like, no, I don't drink. You know, uh, then the next day, Hey, you want to drink? Oh yeah, sure. What the hell? Yeah. And then of course, then I was, we were drinking all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, one day we were, um, we were drinking and, uh, he died. He died. Oh, um, wow. and I think we don't know exactly what happened, but we think it was an alcoholic seizure and, oh. um, <clears throat> it was, it was completely tragic just horrible i mean it, it was just me and him mm -hmm. it was me and him together alone and he just passes out i can't resuscitate him and he dies so um now you would think after that i would be like i'm not drinking again yeah. but that's not how this disease works yeah no, <laughs> you know no. this is this you know alcoholism and drug addiction is a disease that wants you dead it yeah. doesn't care it is devilish it is evil i'm sorry it just is you know yeah. so uh, because i've had two duis <laughs> i've uh you know been in jail and uh it, so anyways when that happened i was drinking the most i've ever drank in my life morning midday yeah. afternoon evening overnight i did this for 17 days and um, on December 17th, I had broken my nose because I was so drunk. My, my kids came home and they were like, what? The, you know, I'm all bleeding. I don't even know what time it is. And um, that's when I realized, holy shit, I have a yeah. problem. Mm -hmm. I have a severe, I need help, you know. So, um, I, I, so I checked myself into a 30-day rehab down in L.A. And uh, then I went to an out, outpatient program and... Uh, I, I left the job, I left KKDJ and, um, and now, uh, God willing, I'll have six months sober on July 1st. I go to AA every day. Awesome. I have a sponsor, uh, shout out to Dean Opperman. He was a longtime KKDJ personality yeah. and he's in the program. He's an AA and he's my sponsor. That's um, awesome. so yeah, you know, so things, things things uh you can change you know yeah. and and through all of this you know yeah i suffer from depression and anxiety and you know adhd so yeah i am dual diagnosed and i have a psychologist and a psychiatrist and i um you know i i i mean i had another fr uh, kind of friend more of a business uh, colleague he died of a heroin overdose uh about a month ago so oh, i mean shit. this you know this disease is alive and well and it ain't going anywhere yeah you know so um i just i know in my heart that if if at this point if i go back to to drinking or if i go back to using um i'm gonna lose everything you mm -hmm. know it's a miracle that i've sustained and kind of that i've been able to build my life back up yeah. post the December situation happening, yeah. but uh, I've never had this long clean and sober time, you know, since I was 17. 
Well, awesome. good for you, man. Yeah, congrats yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah congrats. And, and kudos to your wife, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's boy. been very supportive. The rock It's there. been hard. It's been hard for her. You know, she doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke pot. Um, she, you know, she may drink once a year with right. a friend, you yeah, know, yeah. but she doesn't even care. But it's more of... Um, she doesn't want to drink around me. Mm-hmm, you know, right. she just, she respects that. And, well, um, that's good. You need somebody in your life yeah. like that. Yeah. And she, and she, she has seen, she has seen the worst in me, mm-hmm, you right. know? Um, and it's interesting too, because I, I look back at, at past clips of me on the air and, and right. listening to, you know, any, you know, radio air checks and I'm like, holy shit. I look fucked up because I was you know, compared to where I'm at you know, today. Yeah. I've gained a lot of weight. I don't look complete. You know, I was looking deathly at, you know. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, but man, this shit is real. And, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of. No. You know, and I, and I will say that um, I haven't I haven't come out of uh, I call it come out of the AA closet. Sure. <laughs> you know, I haven't I haven't announced that um, really. Uh, like I am doing with you guys here, Thank you but for that vulnerability. Um, and I also, yeah, I also thought, you know, God willing, I'll be celebrating six months, July first. So I have learned a little bit, you know, sure. about being clean and sober. So I thought this would be a good time to to tell everybody, hey, I struggle too. If you struggle, that's okay. But mm-hmm. there is help. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. So. Well, that's the thing we have to remember and. You know, because we all of us addicts fall into that shame cycle, the shame cycle. Yeah. And then you know, the thing that silences the shame is our substance or our, you know, we've, we've had gambling, sex addiction, right. whatever it is, mm-hmm. bulimia, you know. Sure. All these things we just go I'm right back to. I'm addicted to energy drinks. You know? <laughs> but, hey, that's not as bad. That's <laughs> not, right. We'll take that <laughs> take one. Exactly. Caffeine yeah. over Suboxone <laughs> right. or anything. Right. Right. Old, right. Yeah, if yeah. it helps, when we talked to Charlie Sheen and he was talking to us, he's like, Oh yeah, I can watch back two and a half minutes. I was fucked up there. I was fucked I up there. I swear I was yeah. just gonna say that. I remember wow. him saying that too. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, he's that good of an act? I couldn't tell. Yeah. Well <laughs> and some of my friends they they've said like, Oh, I couldn't tell you were you were high. I was mm-hmm. like, Yeah, but I can. You yeah. can Yeah, because nobody knows yeah. you better than you do. Right, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Oh no, I I know if I went back through archival stuff mm-hmm. uh, from my radio career that there's stuff where I was probably drinking just before I got on air. Yeah. Just before I got on. Sure, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. miss too many shifts. I missed a lot. With, when I missed them, it was the severe hangovers mm. and, you know, you're puking and you literally cannot get in the car and drive. Because I was a binger. I couldn't do an all-day wake-up. I w- never had that ability. It was pound a bunch, go to sleep uh, kind of a thing. Or yeah. you're at a concert, pound a bunch, hopefully someone else is driving. Right. That pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But, um so what really so we hit this point we get into the program um what was that that kind of like you said the breaking in the nose that was the real final prompt was the missus just like austin i'm done no let's go or no. none of it no no um i mean she's been wanting me to to get help for for years sure. and um but you cannot get help and and become Completely clean and sober unless you want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If somebody is forcing you to go and you're not ready, you're wasting your money. I mean, rehab was, oh man, it was something like 45000 bucks for a month. You know, it's just- Shit it's, ain't cheap. Yeah, it ain't yeah. cheap. So, um, you know, don't waste your money. 
<laughs> and time. And time, you know yeah, I mean? and their yeah. time. And so, no, I, I was like, God damn it. I am 33 years old. I've got twin daughters. They just turned five. They wow. are my life, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and I love my career, and I'm going to destroy my career eventually, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so, and then also just thinking about Bronson, I know that today he's looking down and he doesn't want me to be all fucked up all the time and lose this job and that job and kill this person because I'm drunk, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought, all right, you know what? While, yes, I'm, I, 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 I want other people around my life to be treated better, but for me, do I want this for me? Do I want to stop drinking? Do I want to stop doing all these terrible things for my body uh, and my mind? That was, uh, you know, w- w- would Bronson want me to die next? Yeah. No. So, um, and then when I broke my nose and my daughters walked in, they didn't know what was wrong with me, you know? Right. Um, and I was just like, I don't want this life anymore. God damn it. I don't want it to be, I don't want to rely on alcohol right when I get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to have to take a pill to feel better. Uh, well, I do, I do take pills for my mental illness. Sure, sure. That's, a, that's different, you yeah. know, because it doesn't get me high. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Did, uh, I'm interested because this was more recent. One of the things that, like when my dad went through his, uh, I never did any uh, rehab myself. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it wasn't an option. I was the sole provider and it's like, you know, kind of white knuckle it, yeah. fall off a little bit, white knuckle it, then finally, you know, really work in the program. Um, was there anything post concerning the family, like for the misses and, and, and your, your, daughters to kind of understand a little bit too some of that post counseling sure so um basically my daughters only know that some people shouldn't drink alcohol and i am one of those people Mm -hmm. um and that daddy when i went to rehab for the month um we we told the girls that uh daddy needs to get help for himself and um so you know we tried to do it as a as you know best to a five-year-old sure but um but you know i mean my relationship with them and it's always been good but they knew there was something wrong with daddy i mean come on like they're they're not dumb so um you know i never drove drunk with them or uh you know i never put them in danger but but i was checked out you know if i was drinking at home i was just kind of you know if i was stoned uh, you know (laughs) watch tv you you were there but you weren't there exactly Yeah, yeah 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 and that's just not fair you know um but again but 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 you have to, in this disease, it has to be about you. It can't be about anybody else. Right. And, and while you can think about other people, that's fine. But if you're not ready, then it, you know, I see so many people fail. And it's not their fault. It's not yeah. their fault. You know, you have to be, you have to give up. You have yeah. to be like, all right, enough is enough. Because it's no way of life. Yeah. It's not, you know. I'm, I am just as happy today without drugs and alcohol than I was with drugs and alcohol when, when you get that that high point mm-hmm. for the couple hours out right. of 24 mm-hmm. I'm much happier even because that's a fake high yep it's all fake it's all fake and it wants you dead and I I hate this disease mm-hmm. because it is the hardest thing to beat 
Mm-hmm. It really is. And for me, it's every day. I can't think, you know, can, can I look at in the camera right now and say, I will never, ever drink or use drugs again? No. All I can say is, for just for today, or, you know, give myself until midnight, you All know, right. uh, because you, you can't set yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, and that's why AA says, you know, I mean, I'm wearing (laughs) I always wear these these bands now This says just for today. And then this says no matter what. Nice. My sponsor got me these. That's cool. (laughs) But you're right. You're right. We had a a great talk. This gentleman um, uh, that's available now, uh, Dr. Rob Kelly, and he really talked about the one day at a time and what that really is. And people, you know, go. You know, he said, it's not just to don't have the drink or the drug. It's to fill it with the joy that you were robbing yourself of prior. That what it is, is to be in the moment, be Mm -hmm. present, enjoy it, live it, you know, to the fullest and prepare it for the next day. Rested, ready to go. And that's one of the things that for me brought a lot more power to my life. And like you said, I'm a lot happier now than when I was getting shit assed hammered and yeah. and boy i liked it way too much sure. and and for anybody watching we're not glamorizing it because the truth is you we all did use our uh, anyone that was abusing substances or an addict because there was a feeling that was there but it was falsehood and like you Correct. said it's a lifestyle that leads to how we're gonna die unfortunately right. yeah and we've all everyone sitting at this table talking right now has lost someone because of it yep <sighs> it's a tragedy now, you have been in broadcasting a long time, so there is some fun stories. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got to hear <laughs> We got to hear about some fun news reports oh, or gosh. when you're doing radio guests that were on or some things where, where shit just didn't go the way, you know? Ooh. It's like the lady that goes to do the report at SeaWorld and gets splashed yeah. by the by the killer <laughs> whales or Oh man, all those uh, ridiculous live shots I've done. Uh, on snow coverage or oh, yeah. you know um did you have some of those with the, the intermittent weather like re- oh, be it yeah. like downpour the t- or the 200 degrees in new mexico so here's the here's the most absurd stories is when you get when 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 you know in television news you you're you know you get called out to to go talk about the rain like in la that <laughs> whenever it rains in los angeles that's the oh, big story weird. they've never seen it before right right so. yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah yeah what yeah. is this what's rain you know um but i've had to oh, like go out uh in new mexico whenever it snows it's a big story they do team coverage or in portland when it snows the big stories you go out there you do 30 live shots and you know every 10 minutes and you have to uh, you know hold up a thermometer now now it's 31 degrees we'll come back in 10 minutes did it drop down to 30 or did it increase we'll tell you just a bit you know, like, that's just absurd to me i just i, I crack up you know uh, well i can't like change that. the channel now because <laughs> yeah, right. i gotta know yes, i gotta yeah. know <laughs> carl carl it may have dropped a degree right right what frank <laughs> it dropped a degree it's awesome it's awesome it's so right. absurd Oh, uh, you know, yeah, just I mean, like you guys have interviewed cool celebrities. Um, let's see. Gosh, I mean, <laughs> so my current gig, Central Valley Talk, um, yeah. you know, one, one of many that I shows that I host. But um, we we the, the cool thing about Central Valley Talk is, you know, we 
we can interview basically anybody, right? right. Uh, we, we like to give anybody a voice. So yeah. I'm not going to name names, but we bring people on that are uh, very interesting. Mm. Yeah, I've, uh, I've seen okay, a few. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've seen so a few. They are characters, and I love it because right. they'd probably never get on you know, ABC 30, but, right. but they can come on Central Valley Talk and, and we, we chat for 10 minutes and, uh, you know, but it's fun. It, but I love that because yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's highlighting characters, you know, yeah. uh, there was a lot of characters in the Fresno Metro. So. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. I mean, you welcomed us two idiots. Yeah, in, right. so, you know. No, that was a good conversation. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, you do an amazing job. Thank you. So you got the, the Central Valley Talk and mm -hmm. uh, read report. I haven't seen any of the read reports. Okay. Those, for those a little bit on yeah uh the read report is every friday at 8 a.m and that's on kmsg tv my 53 it used to be k-a-i-l yeah right okay so they just changed call letters it's basically the same programming so um and then and then it actually just got picked up by kwvt in portland oregon that's gotta be cool excuse me on channel 17 yeah i like it because i grew up there yeah so it's nice that and um the read report is kind of like a newsmakers type show but um, you know, we, I interview, um, people that are, you know, I don't know, like I had Darius Asemi on, mm. uh, from Granville Homes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a guy named Banana Joe. He comes on and, and talks about like Hollywood headlines and stuff. Sure. He was a big radio DJ in LA with uh, Kiss FM and, yeah, yeah. and the KHJ and, uh, what's, oh, K Earth. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then I do like, um, kind of a monologue i do headlines mm -hmm. and here's what's happening from from california to oregon now um and then uh yeah so that's yeah friday and uh and then i've got uh the austin reed network on roku mm. so um that is a uh you know a new digital network that uh that i've created that launched um about a month and a half ago so cool. nice, um, yeah. and it's it's going to have a variety of programming okay. um, choices. So. Yeah, I was curious. Is that a news orientated type of? It is. Yeah, it's yeah, but it's not hard news. Mm. It's more you know new. I call it newsmakers. Yeah. So yeah. I mm. dig it, man. Yeah. yeah, I know you mentioned before, like, oh, had I not fallen into substance abuse mm -hmm. and where I could have been and stuff, but you seem like fuck it. I'm happy. I like what I'm doing. Yes, correct. I love it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I. Um, yeah, and you know what? I'm at the end of the day, I'm I'm happy that I went through that because mm -hmm. I think it made me a stronger person. Made you know? who you are today. Made me who I am today. Yeah. And I and I you know I've worked. I mean, I, uh, you know, I mean, you look at Charlie Sheen, right? And sure. you think, God, how the hell did he make it so far? Because he was pretty. He was really messed up, yeah. you know. And and I've made it. You know, I mean, I've 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 worked at probably 25 different TV stations across the country, mm -hmm. yeah. ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, large markets, small markets, medium markets, but I was never there a long time because mm -hmm. I'd always fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, but you know, uh, yeah, you're right. It, it's, it's experiences and, um, you know, hopefully it'll make me a better dad. I was just yeah. going to say, and the important thing is too, is your daughters are seeing you happy and yeah. present right. and in the moment rather right. than just being there. Exactly. So, you know, that's exactly. a plus as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, um, you know, in the heart of my, my uh, alcoholism, just, you know, the, these, you know, before December, mm -hmm. I mean, I was just hiding in my room, mm -hmm. you know, 
and just I didn't want I didn't want to have anything to do with anybody. Right. Yeah. So I was also grieving, you know, from Bronson's yeah. death. But oh, I'm um, sure. Yeah. But um, you know, I I don't know. I I thought I needed alone time when he died, mm-hmm. but I needed actually to talk to people. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's a you know whenever something tragic happens in any of our lives. Uh, as much as hard as it is and maybe as as we think well I don't want to be a pain and this person doesn't want to hear my problem reach out yeah. yeah reach out just say look I I don't trust myself right now you know I I if I'm suicidal or if I'm super sad or I feel like I'm gonna do something stupid um, just tell somebody and just yeah. and and you know and somebody will be there for you yeah for sure yeah. you know talk it out uh, cry it out mm-hmm um, whatever you have to do, because you know the alternative is going to substances. Yeah, bearing that shit down is either going to take you back to substances or throw you into a depression. Right. You know, something right. like that. So yeah, right. it's always best to get it off your chest. Yeah, yeah. No, I can really. I was I was the isolation guy, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and I it did the good justification. Okay, it's nine o'clock. Kids are in bed. I can open that six pack. <sighs> yep. Mm-hmm. That ended up being an eighteen. Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you've been thinking about that since 8 o'clock in the morning. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> That's when you know you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and get that help. Yeah. Well, Austin, what we like to do is uh, we're going to leave you with the final words of encouragement. But before that, more fun. We got some random questions for you. Oh, okay, great. Are you I ready? I like that. Okay, yeah. Mikey, you're up. When you're, for example, we talked on the way over here, you were stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. So my question is, when you're stuck in traffic, what kind of shit goes through your mind? What are you thinking about? Uh, okay, well, if I'm going to an appointment, mm. I'm like, son of a bitch, I'm going to be late. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing is I got to reach out to them, and you guys are super cool. Hurry so. <laughs> you your ass, that. Austin. Like, Get over here. Don't come. <laughs> Just don't, you know. You know what? Forget it. I'm yeah. 10 minutes away. Turn the fuck around. Right, right, right. Go drive back an hour south of Fresno, <laughs> fuckhead. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, but then then I, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm. If, if I'm not, like, super, super freaking out trying mm. to get somewhere, just turn on the music. Or, yeah. you know, I have my friend Michael come with me today, and mm-hmm. we just, I don't know what we talked about. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. 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 So. Speaking of music, if you were stuck on a deserted island, what one movie and one music album would you want with you? Anchorman. <laughs> uh, an album... I would like. I'm I'm a dork. I like '80s music, so if it could just be an '80s uh, soundtrack, hits, um, yeah, 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 best of the '80s. I'm good with that. What, what particular <laughs> like? Are you, you seem to be more of a pop genre yes, person. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's a, maybe a guilty pleasure? Oh, that? I love uh, Pet Shop Boys, oh, West yeah. End Girls, great song. <laughs> uh, and then, um, but I also I like '70s rock too. So like Eagles sure. or yeah, uh, I like like rock and roll's greatest hits. But I also like disco too, which is random. Okay. Hey, you know what? I I still I have a couple concerts I regret not going to. Yeah, Stones. Oh yeah, and. The Bee Gees. I could have oh, seen the, the Bee- fucking Bee Gees oh, my. when they were all still alive, Damn. and I blew it. 
So I mean, Staying Alive is my favorite song in the entire world. It's a brilliant song. It's a great song. Yeah, it makes you feel good. Cannot, yeah. cannot relate to either of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, it's all right. Yeah, either you, li- either you like disco or you hate disco. Yeah, There's right? no in between. <laughs> yeah, even Kiss did a disco song. That's when I, I stopped it. liking Kiss. Stopped liking when they it. went Kissco is when I was over it. Oh my God. <laughs> you weren't even born when that I was over out. it when I heard it in the early 2000s. Uh, uh. Um, if they were to make a movie about you, mm-hmm. who would you Ooh. cast to play you? Ooh, God, that's a hard one. Um, ooh, Steve Carell. I oh, I yeah. love Steve right? Carell. Yeah, I love him. Like, he, yeah, I yeah. see it. You see it? Yeah, I see okay. it. Okay. I see it. Because he, <laughs> like, here's the difference between you and I as broadcasters. You're actually we're good at with radio, whereas I was just a guy that talks <laughs> shit. Like, no. if you put me in anything serious, it was like, oh, forget. It. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm good at. Yeah, this yeah, I'm yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm just bagging on myself here. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, guilty pleasure. We already talked about disco and yeah. music. Anything else oh, outside uh, of that? Food, eating out. I yeah. love eating out. Like what? Italian, v- Mexican, v- Vietnamese. Vietnamese? Yeah. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Portland has a huge Vietnamese population and a bunch of pho restaurants. And I was just going to say, what pho. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. Means, uh, I grew up on I mean, yeah. So that, that's my guilty pleasure. That's what it 100%. is. 100%. Uh, that is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the last song you listened to? I know we were talking about music, but let's keep it going. What was the last song that you played? Not that was just on in the radio that you put on. Well, yeah, because I was using my phone mm-hmm. as we were coming up. What was the last song? Um, uh, oh, Lion Eyes by Eagles. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that was on that's right as one. we were coming down the uh, this street here. That's a good one, yeah. yeah. Good, that uh, is a good song. Last random question. This is uh, one we've gotten a lot of interesting answers. If you could have dinner with just one person, living or not, who would it be and why? God. It would be a news anchor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you don't, you don't get a lot of that, huh? Um, but I loved it. I loved news when I was a kid, too. Yeah. So. Oh, you did? Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? Scott Pelley from CBS News. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still pissed that they got rid of him on the evening news. Eh. Uh, Nora O'Donnell is fine, but um, Scott was great. He was just a great anchor, great storyteller, great voice, cool guy, very smart. Um, knew a lot about history, a lot about politics. I, I so yeah, I would love to pick his brain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I was definitely as a kid. I loved watching like uh, uh, Brian Gumbel, mm-hmm. Ted Koppel, was Peter another Jennings. One. Peter, yep. Oh yeah, Peter Jennings with the hair and the. That's right. Yeah. I'm Peter Jennings. You know, <laughs> and it was just like I was always enthralled with that. And, and uh, for me, locally, where I grew up, I was born in Salinas, California. Mm-hmm. Um, Dina Ruiz, uh, Clint Eastwood's ex-wife. She was one of the anchors, and she was my favorite. And my mom did some travel agency work for her when I was little. Uh-huh. And then I was working at this store that her and, and her, her, I believe it was her daughter with Clint, came into the place I was working. And I just, like, I freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, Dina Ruiz. <laughs> and she was like, can I... Can, can, can I help you? It's like, well, you met me as a kid. And, oh, my gosh, you've grown so much. Can I get my vitamin C and go, yes, ma'am, sorry. You know. <laughs> That's awesome. But she was gorgeous, too, yeah, so that yeah, probably yeah, had yeah. a thing with right, it, right, too. Right, right, so. right, right. Um, I was so happy. So here's another random fact about me. I love news music. Oh, really? Yeah. And for years, ABC News, they got rid of that. They got 
got rid of it. Pissed me off. And uh, I think it was about a year ago they brought it back. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yes, this is amazing. <laughs> I was so happy. So I know. not for, That's that's a rare thing that you're not going to get much. You know what I think of when I think of news? You guys are talking about all these news anchors and stuff, which I, again, have no idea what the fuck is going on. But... Um, <laughs> I, when I was a kid, there was it was TGIF every Friday night. There were shows. Yeah. yeah, what shows were I don't even remember. Uh, uh, oh, like, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. Yeah, that's no, right. I, that was I loved Boy Meets great World. Show. Yeah. Um, where yeah. I'm going with that is that Barbara Walters for mm -hmm. 2020 would come on after that, and that's when I knew it was time for me to go to bed because my parents <laughs> would always make me go to bed after TGIF. So yeah. when you guys say Newsacres, when I think of her. I th or when I think of the news, I think of her, Barbara and then I think Walters. of my parents telling me to go to yeah. bed. Whereas yeah, yeah, we yeah, like yeah. probably two latchkey kids that watch whatever right. the hell we want, and yeah. him, it's like go to bed, and I'm like, this is Baba Walters. Yeah. And it's like, yes, <laughs> right, right. Like, and she, damn it, Barbara's on. I gotta go to bed. Fuck. <laughs> oh, <damn>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, not everything was anchors, anchor man. And you go fuck yourself, Sandy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Anchorman 2 sucked. It did suck. Right? What the hell? Sequels but, typically do sequels unless it's Toy do, Story. Right? Yeah. Except yeah, Toy Story. Yeah, that's right. That was good. Yeah. That's the four of them. They are, they're all great. Well, we can't all say all sequels because Empire Strikes Back was better than Star Wars, but that's a whole nother That's a whole nother. Yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, Austin, uh, thanks for coming up, man, and Thank hanging you. out with us. Absolutely. Uh, My pleasure. Any words of encouragement? Anyone that's out there struggling? Maybe they have a loved one that is. Uh, do you just lend uh, me? Hey, uh, hit me up on Instagram, and I'll talk you through it, and I'll, yeah. I'll help you get the resources or, or reach out. I, I highly suggest reaching out to you guys, yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah, just asking for help. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. I, you know, um, I was thinking, you know, my way up here, I was kind of, like, nervous, and yesterday in my AA meeting, I was talking about this, saying, you know, I'm coming out of the closet, you know, the AA closet, not that the other one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, But I'm happy I did this because I thought, well, if I can help just one person, yeah. you know, I mean, you guys help millions, you know, uh, we hope hopefully, so, yeah. you know, and um, so, yeah, just it's something to be embarrassed of. It's something to be ashamed about. Uh, just just tell somebody, hey, you know what? I'm struggling. This is why, you know, what, what should I do? Mm -hmm. Get the help because because it, it the 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 life that will become if you don't get help, I guarantee you it's not going to be the life that you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if you want more on Austin, check it out. It's all in the description there. You can click for his social media, more about uh, everything he's doing. Austin Reed, thank you, good sir. Thank you. Thank you again, Austin Reed, a really good dude, and uh, really a pleasure and an honor that he would come on this platform to shed not only that, uh, hey, substance abuse, addiction, it, it's a dark thing. We do talk about a dark topic, but he's an example of that you can get on the other side. And uh, not only uh, really appreciate him revealing here publicly for the first time that, uh, yeah, he struggled with addiction uh, issues as well as a cystic fibrosis, ADHD, um, and the loss of his friend uh, due to uh, abusing alcohol. I mean, I just I couldn't imagine being in that kind of situation and and you and your friend and that's it. And he dies of an alcohol related seizure. It's well, and just, they blame you. I couldn't imagine what that's like. Right. You that know there's I mean? yeah, that there's people that blamed him. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we don't force alcoholism upon anyone. And and quite often, and I'm sure you know, Mikey, you've talked about it with your cocaine use. Definitely with me with alcoholism. Uh, until I got to that point of drinking alone, 
um, which he also did after his friend's death. But, uh, you know, <laughs> misery likes company sure. and you co-mingle with it. And I know you've been there, too. Oh, yeah. It's dark as hell doing cocaine in a room by yourself. That's when you know the party's over and I need this shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, thank you again, Austin. You're an awesome guy. Keep up the great work. Uh, Of course, you can find out more about what Austin's doing with the Read Report, his Roku channel, and everything else. It's all in the podcast description. So uh, please click those links and support Austin as well. And, of course, us. We appreciate it. Please follow us on our social media platforms. All those links are in the description. And for more inspiration on showing how you can overcome any challenges you face, don't forget uh, Carlos Vieira's autobiography, Knocking Doors Down, his story of his cocaine addiction, how he got on the other side, and uh, is thriving and uh, doing great things, giving back to the community. And you can find out what really worked for him, having to find a passion in uh, motorsports, doing uh, stock car racing, and starting his foundation, the Carlos Vieira Foundation, and of course our primary sponsor, the 5150L. TM clothing brand so make sure to check that out anything else mikey no i'm going home on that note keep knocking doors down the knocking doors down book shares all the history and inspiration behind the carlos Vieira foundation and how it all started All proceeds from the book benefit the Carlos Vieira Foundation's Race to Be Drug-Free campaign. So what's that all about? Through the Race to Be Drug-Free campaign, Carlos Vieira Foundation raises awareness about drug abuse, donates to drug-free programs, and brings drug-free speakers into schools to educate youth. The Race to Be Drug-Free campaign's main program is the Gloves Not Drugs boxing program. This program is completely free for kids between the ages of 8 and 17 to learn discipline, strength, respect, camaraderie, and the art of boxing. The program was created to keep kids off the streets, out of gangs, and away from drugs. For more info and to get involved, check out carlosvierafoundation.org. Strengthening communities, providing resources, building awareness, empowering youth in need to overcome adversity and achieve success. This is what the Carlos Vieira Foundation is all about. Through our campaigns, the Race for Autism, Race to End the Stigma, and Race to Be Drug Free, we're able to help so many in need. Our goal is to provide support to families and children and give these families opportunities that might not normally arise. Learn more and find out how you can get involved. Visit carlosvierafoundation.org today. This podcast contains the views and opinions of the Knockin' Doors Down hosts and their guests to the show. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only. And because each person is sharing their unique perspective, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments suggestions or correction of errors privacy is of the utmost importance to us for those wishing anonymity people places and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect confidentiality at the request of certain guests this website or podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast or website in no way does 
listening, reading, emailing, or interacting on social media with their content, establish a doctor-patient relationship. If you find any errors in any of the content of this podcast or blogs, please send a message through the contact page. This podcast is owned by KDD Media Company.